Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This week in Club Deck Corner, the dramatic finish to the Hearts game has us wondering more of the same but different. I am Scott Carney and joining me tonight is everybody. Uh, Ali, how are you? Not bad, recovered for yesterday. So um, yes, just glad that was over and done with and move on to Wednesday now. Yes, absolutely. Scotia, how's it going? Aye, good, not bad. I'm absolutely shattered right enough though. I think yesterday kind of took it right out of me that game. It was a rollercoaster of emotions, really. So, yeah, yeah, that that nervousness. And Ryan, how's it going, mate? I'm good, boys. Really good to see you. Um, I feel like I played those 83 minutes that I was in the stadium <laughs> for uh, yesterday. So I am absolutely miss- shattered. Did you miss it? Did you leave? Of course, I missed it. I mean, the last time I stayed to 90 minutes. Uh, no, I always get to a point with Rangers where I'm like, am I happier in here or outside the stadium? And uh, I added it off at 83 minutes, so yes, I left. Take his mind years off him. Yeah, I forgot off to, mate. I don't get any tickets for it anyway, so... Ah, that's true, mate. I forgot to message you last night, actually, because we did mention that as we, we left. Uh, me, uh, Arlene Scotia, we said to each other, I wonder if Ryan's seen that. <laughs> I no, wonder if he no did. Chance. Um, but uh, no, right, we'll get into things. Uh, we we are here on a Monday night. Um, this is due to me having a family commitment tomorrow that I forgot about while we were doing the post match. And I did say it would be Tuesday, but it's actually Monday night tonight. These things happen. I can't um, change what's happening tomorrow. So all the lads are here tonight. So it kind of works perfectly, I suppose. Uh, shameless plug before we get into things, you can join the channel to reach to help us reach the next level for as little as 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee via buymeacoffee.com and become a Coffee by Legend member as well, um, which would be smashing if you could do so. All the links for that in the description for this podcast. And uh, yeah, if you subscribe and like, well, we're on the march to 6,000 now, which is, which is bonkers. So yeah, if you could help us get there, that would be very much appreciated. So yes, tonight, um, we're, we're going to break down the the Hearts game. What a what a a roller coaster it was! Absolutely, it was a a, a crazy game. Um, something that 
Uh, you don't see too often something that you honestly don't see too often. Um, but we will we will get into things. We'll break it down. We'll speak about individual players as well. Um, but an injury time double from Rangers saves what would have been a, a what would have been a third home defeat in six games, uh, and the point at the top is cut to five. Um, I obviously mean you did the post match. I'll come back to you, mate. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on the overall. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, whatever it, whatever that was that we witnessed. Uh, but your overall thoughts on it, mate, before we before we uh, before we get into things a little bit more and speak about individuals. It was um, poor. I thought for eighty nine minutes, it was a very poor game of football from Rangers. Um, a couple of players that we'll probably get to weren't great. I don't think there was many pass marks in the team really up until, like I say, up until those last kind of moments. Uh, maybe Butlins. Potentially, but everyone else they weren't really on it. Um, it was a bit of a nightmare of a day up until that, those final moments, but I didn't enjoy it too much. Let's just put it that way. I did obviously. I enjoyed it in the end, but I didn't enjoy the majority of that game. Yeah, that's what I mean. And look, I think before I even come to you, Ryan, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to. You messaged me. Um, I think it was early on this morning. You said, "Look, I'm not going to hold back in the players," and neither will I. We will get into it. But even for the moments, and I know you weren't there, mate, which is unfortunate for me to have to come to you with this point, but with moments like that in football, it's kind of what it's all about sometimes, that feeling that you can get of being on the floor, literally for the entire game, and then for something like that to happen. It's what makes it football. And for me, wee bits like that is why I like football, is why I'm into football, because it gives you something that no other drug or Anything that I can possibly think of, alcohol, nothing gives me the feeling that it does when something like that happens. But it was, it it was a tough day, but we got there in the end. Yeah, I think as as for as heterosexual males, I think we've all had a a female in our lives who have said it's only a game. But when mm. you get moments like that, that is where that is what brings you to it. That's the drug. That's the ecstasy that brings you back every single week and dominates your life because you're chasing that high of those wins, last-minute winners, cup final wins, league wins. That's the high for me. That's the bit where you just give me... If you could put that into into a glass or whatever, or you, would, you would sell it for a fortune. It, it's just you, you can't beat it. Um, the most important thing is Rangers winning. It always is. It, is, it takes over anything. But that was the most important thing yesterday, especially after the result that you couldn't you couldn't get away from on Saturday of them dropping points. Uh, you couldn't get away from it. Um, so they did it. They got the win, but they definitely showed why the last manager was sacked. They showed the exact reasons why managers have fallen before Clement. Um So we saw the ugly side of Rangers and Clement saw the ugly side um, for 80 or for 90, 90 minutes because, yeah, I agree with, with Scotia. Nobody turned up. Nobody turned up until nine into the ninetieth minutes. So uh, that's that's a worry. But I'm sure we're going to get into it. Yes, we definitely will. Ali, we, I was waiting for you He's on the concourse, mate. At full time, you came out. We were in complete disbelief at what we had just witnessed. But Ryan, spot on. If you could bottle that feeling, mate, you would. You'd be a millionaire. You'd be an absolute millionaire. And it's it's what it's all about at times. Look, and I know the performance wasn't perfect, and we were nowhere near it, but. To get that feeling the way you did, and you're right with people that say it's just a game. You don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. No, it's <clears throat> it's a fantastic feeling when that when that happens. Um, I, 
Yesterday more so, Karen, because I didn't see it coming. No. Sometimes you can see it coming, and you can feel it. I didn't. When we got the when we got the equaliser and the nine minutes went up, I did think yes, there's a chance. But previous to that, before we got the the penalty and the goal, I didn't see it for that Rangers team. I, I just thought the whole performance was laboured. It's going to what I've seen all season, to be honest. So for them to turn it around the way they did and cut the gap, because that, that was the big thing. Ryan texted me during the game and said, these group of players, when the pressure's on, they, they seem to fail, and they have failed. And they were a boss here for failing again, and they've pulled themselves out of it somehow. But I agree, I, when the pressure's on with them, and there was pressure yesterday because they had to win, can't If the Rangers didn't win yesterday, for me, the league was done. Even if we drew, I know it's still be seven for me, it would be done because they just wouldn't have the mentality to to cut that gap down and go in front. But they did. They proved they proved me wrong in the end. But um yeah, I, I was in disbelief, can because I honestly did not see it coming at all for that Rangers team. So I'll give them credit for it because me and probably fifty odd thousand other people at Ibrox, I doubt anyone's seen it coming. No, that's probably where I'm. The the title of this this pod is um, more of the same, but but different because I was the same, mate. I was sitting going, I I'd already had in my head what I was going to say on the pod. I, I didn't see Rangers pulling anything round from it. Uh, I was ready to say exactly the same thing, mate. I was ready to say this is the exact reason why this team needs completely ripped apart and we need to take out the, the rotten core of it uh, because we're never going to win the league. I'm not saying yesterday's changed my opinion too much, but it, the the way that the, 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 the team and the, more so the crowd galvanised after that penalty late on, Scotia, there was like an audible roar of, right, okay, you've equalised. And I don't think really many people were celebrating the penalty. It was more so we've got a chance, as Ali said there, and we had a chance to to back the team. And I think it helped them. I really do think it helped them. And ultimately, as cliche as it sounds and as easy as it is to say, we don't win that game under Michael Bill. No, we, we, we kind of, thinking back to when we scored against Aberdeen in the last minute and we won that game, um, when we came back from that, and we were saying we wouldn't do that under Gio, and then, we're saying we wouldn't do it under Beal because Beal got to that kind of stage where you wouldn't see that. Certainly not this season. You wouldn't see that from our team. But it, it was good, and I got to give credit to Tav for stepping up and putting it away because I wasn't confident when he when he stepped up for that penalty. I don't think many other people were either. But um, credit to Tav for for doing that, and also then obviously with the assist he got at the end. But um, yeah, it's what we needed really because we needed that lift. I mean, that we were staring down actually falling further behind Celtic um, after them dropping points. Which would have been which would have been the most strangest thing to do is that Celtic yeah. drop points and we go further behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad it I'm glad it worked out the way it did in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan, we'll stick with James Tavernier um, as the first player that we're going to come to. Um he's one of the one of the the, the, the old guard if you like and one that I was absolutely <sighs> perplexed by him really by the, the, the full I say 83, 84 minutes before Rangers actually started to look like we were showing a bit of intent and he's kind of like going out with um, he's like going out with Scottish weather is that you're absolutely raging at the wind rain and hail mate it's absolutely 
taming it down. But by the time you get to the pub, the sun's out, mate, and the next thing you know, you're sitting in the beer garden feeling very happy about yourself with a cold pint of lager. And that's what he is. That is what James Tavernier is. Look, Tav was one of the worst performers in that team, and I'm including Lammers and Dessers, by the way, and that t- two of which we will come to. Uh, but Tav was so poor. I mean, not one cross hit its mark, not one corner hit its mark, not one pass made hit its mark. He misses a penalty. He shows gigantic cojones, mate, to, to, to take that second penalty on and score it the way he did, emphatically scored it. And it's him that gets the assist for Danilo. This is the James Tavernier conundrum. Aye, if we use your, your kind of example of, of bad weather, we need more days in the beard garden, can't we? We do, we do mate. <laughs> we definitely do. Beard yes. garden. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking, actually, I do need a day in the beard garden. <laughs> Um, we need more days in the beard garden, mate. It's firstly, credit to James Tavernier. He got his assist and he got his goal and he sticks it up anyone who gives him criticism. Credit to him for it. But we go back round. We go back round a cycle where we use James Tavernier to put in crosses constantly during the game. 15, 20 crosses, whatever it is. And the, the, the utilisation of our play and our possession is based on this. Again, I know I'm exhausting it. Fullbacks, Yilmaz again. I'll, I'll criticise him as well. His delivery wasn't great. I don't think it's in his game, but his delivery wasn't great either yesterday. But it's it's the team. This is not me criticising James Tavernier. It's our utilisation of our attacks to constantly go to the wings and ask someone who is not particularly great at crossing the ball to do that all game. And this is this is the this is the field method that I keep going on about. We got out of jail yesterday. We did, we got out of jail because he's one cross. It did find someone came at the right time. And thank God Daniel was an end it, not serial dessers, because serial <laughs> dessers ain't making contact with that. He would be hiding behind the defender. I don't know what he would do, but he's not making contact with it. But it came at the right time. So James Tavenier's cross was spot on. And yeah, he showed the balls that I would expect him to do because I think Tavenier's done this before. Scotia might remember, or one of you boys might remember. I think he's missed a penalty in a game before. And we've had another penalty stepped up and scored that might have been in Europe, maybe. I think it was in Europe. Um, I don't know. I think he did in Europe. I'm sure he has. I would expect him to do it. He's a good penalty taker. So, yeah, he's got the goal. But if you touch on the the dark side of him, personally, his performance is absolutely dreadful. His distribution of the ball. I saw him in the second half, the guy that sits next to me. In the second half, you guys would have seen it better than me at, at, at the enclosure end. And he was passing the ball, then running into a pack of players. He was hiding, mm. and I was like, "Is he? What is he? Is he trying to get up front so somebody crosses it into him, or is he just lost? Is he panicking? I don't know what was happening. It just felt like, and and running back as well. He's not going to engine. We could go over this and over it, and, and I don't want to be pinpointing Tab because he he wasn't alone in his performance. But yeah, he was poor, but he's came up with big moments again, and we got the three points. So he's he takes credit for that, Carly. Yeah, Ali, it's going to be forever the debate about James Tavenier. It really is about um, he's not good at defending. It's all about his stats. It's all about his penalties. It's all about this. It's all about that. In my personal opinion, right, and I, I don't think Tav is the, the kind of future of Rangers, so um, I've always tried to go to caveat that before people come in and start pure slamming into the comments about stuff. But I don't believe there's anybody else in that team really right now that probably does what James Tavernier did yesterday. He was so poor. I mean, awfully poor. He, he'll know himself just how poor he was. 
I think at times he tries to lead by example, but because his standard is so poor in terms of the way that he's playing the game, it doesn't really quite rub off the way he would like it onto, the, onto his teammates. But for him to do, for him to be as poor as he was and for him to come back and do that, as I say, it's the James Tavernier conundrum. And I just don't think MDL's the Sterling Divine, they don't do that. We might not have been in that position. I understand that if Tavernier's not playing, but people need to get used to the idea that he's probably not going to get dropped. And I've been saying that for ages. No matter how much you scream for it, he's probably not going to get dropped. But I just don't believe there's anybody else in the team that would do it. No, not the team we've got at the, at the present point. The only guy I would say that's, that's really got something to grab a game is Cantwell. He's the only guy, yeah. but you can tell he's not played football in a while, Cantwell. Looked a bit frustrated at times yesterday. It um, wasn't great yesterday, really. It wasn't great. Uh, Look who's playing around the belt and we'll come exactly, to exactly, exactly, exactly. But Tav, um, guy, <laughs> he gets slagged and then he comes. He scores big goals for Rangers, can't he? That, 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 there you go. And assists. How many times this season has he pulled us out of a hole? You even look back to under Beal when he scored um, He scored that world. I'm trying to think who was against him. He's put it in the top bin. But he's he scored big goals for Rangers this season, um, and he's and he's not been great. But the, the whole team's not been great this can this season. Tav's not the issue for me at the moment. I agree. Next season we look need to look for a new right back at Rangers, um, which will be hard because of what he gives us. Tav and you'll always look to the new right back is what Tav did. So. I think that's for the summer, but he's not the issue for me at the moment in terms of this Rangers team. There's a hell of a lot of bigger issues, but it just comes out of big goals to have all the time. Did it in Europe when we had that run in this season. He's done it in several games this season as well. I don't want to sound like I'm being hypocritical because I'm not, and I'm also saying this for the fact that the boys that I was sitting next to, yes, the boys that I sit next to in the club deck, I was saying to them, we are not going to move forward with John Lundstrom, with James Tavernier, with Conor Goldson. We're going to continue to see the same things happening. And I still believe that to be the case. I still think that's not the long-term future of this squad. And I don't think Clement's silly enough to think that it is. He'll know that there's issues there, for by all means. And Conor Goldson yesterday as well, he was atrocious. He was absolutely terrible. Him and Davis, Shanklin had both of them on toast yesterday. He could have done what he wanted to them yesterday, um, which will bring up, obviously, the age-old question of why we're not signing him. Which, uh, after yesterday, at some moments, I was going, <laughs> why did we not sign him? Anyway, it's probably for another podcast, that. Um, Scotia, we'll come to Dessers and Lammers. <laughs> Yeah, or lessers, I'll start calling them, I think. I'm trying to make up a, a Jack Amara thing. Uh, lessers, I'll call them. Now, they, they will always be, no, he's worse than he at him and he's worse than him, etc. Yesterday, I spent time watching Sam Lammers because I was I, I didn't have um, a few nervous pints before I, I got to the, the game. I was very much sober yesterday. And, uh, the guy's hiding in plain sight, mate. He's running into areas where he cannot receive the ball. He doesn't really want involved in the game. He looks like a guy that's completely short of confidence. And when you look at his track record of scoring, what was it, three goals in 155 years, you can kind of see why, mate. Yeah, I mean, we all said before the game that we can't be playing both Lammers and Dessers together. It's just it's not working right now. You need to drop one of them or drop both of them, ideally, if we could, um, because it's not working and Lammers was pretty poor. I'm surprised he stayed on the pitch for what 
76, no, 83 minutes, I think he was on the pitch for. Yeah, until Jack came off. I couldn't really believe that. I I mean, I know we didn't have an awful lot of options on the bench, an awful lot of people just coming back from injury. But but Lammers was was so poor. Um, He had a chance in the second half that he should do far better with. um, But the ball just kind of almost hits off him. Um, And him and his buddy, um, Dessers, who, yeah, I thought he was really poor as well yesterday. There was... um, Again, similar. In the first half, he had a chance where the ball hits off them, and it just they clear it off the line. Should be doing far better for that. And then I don't know if you thought the same. See when um, Cantwell won the penalty. I think Cantwell passes that ball to Dessers. If it's not Dessers, you know if that's a Danilo there, Cantwell's mm. playing that pass in, pass in there. You could see that Cantwell didn't want to pass the ball to him, um, and it, that seems to be happening a lot with all both Lammers and Dessers. Um, Lammers, he's terrible at doing this thing where he beats a man and then just passes to tries to beat them again. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it's frustrating to watch because I, I hate saying it because we did kind of see, like, it looked as if he had something about him pre-season, but it's just not materialised. And he's, he, I mean, he's so, so lacking in confidence. And I mean, I've not went back and watched that first half of the, the Europa League game there. Um, thankfully, I've not went and done that. Um, but yeah, you guys were saying that they, they, they were both really poor then, and yeah, they were they were both really poor, poor um, on Sunday there. Yeah, Ryan, it's getting to the point where neither of these two merit a start in the team. The 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 manager can show some blind faith in them if he likes, but right now they are they're a detriment to the squad. They're a detriment to the team because it's it's just not really working. I think Lammers is. Um, not very good, or his confidence is very low. As I said, I just don't think he's very interested. I, I I do believe that he's hiding. I believe that he's a man down when he's on the pitch. I don't understand. I don't understand him. I don't know what he's doing. He's a he's an odd football player to see. He'll do a wee turn on the halfway line, as you say, and you kind of go, oh, and it scores his bang on. He goes back the way. But that's all he does. He tries to make himself look busy. Dessers, on the other hand, right, I'm not going to fault the guy's effort. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not going to fault his effort. I just don't think he's a very good football player, unfortunately. And we're, we're left with these two. It's true, but like, I, I, I don't fault the guy's effort because I think you can see that he's trying, but he's just... There is nothing coming from the two of them, mate. And we're in November, pretty much, now. And you're like, we are, we're going to need to take a loss on these two guys, but for the sake of both of them, they need removes from this team. Aye, very, very diplomatic, mate. I credit to you for the way you put that there. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know where to start with these two. I was, I was always kind of dreading this at the beginning of the season when people start to criticise them. And I'm a big fan of players should try and play themselves out of bad form, try and get their confidence up. They play for Rangers at the end of the day. You always want them to do well. This is what I feared. I feared they would turn into just comedy, comedy acts, and that's what they are. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with guys, and we're laughing at them. We're laughing at them because of how bad they are. Lammers, they seem to be outdoing each other at the moment. Uh, Lammers is the biggest example of a confidence player I think I've ever seen in my life. You can tell, like Barry McQuay, Barry McQuay was quite like this at times. I thought as well, where when his confidence wasn't there, he would, he would make the wrong pass, and he would. Just not wanting the ball. But Lammers, for me, just, I think he looks as if he wants to go home to his mum and just sit with her for a, a, a week, get a couple of bowls of soup in him, watch some rubbish TV, and no think about football. And if he needs to do that, then send him home to his mum because 
he <laughs> is useless. That shot, that shot he had down into the the Brimland rear boys is one of the worst shots. And see when he when he pulled the trigger, I could feel everybody going, "Don't do it." <laughs> You're the last guy in the pitch that's going to put us in the back. Don't do it. And it was it's one of the worst shots I've seen. Uh, he looks done. He looks as if he's getting a game. Um, because there is nobody else fit to play in his position at the moment, and I think that's very much the case. Dessers, yeah, I think I think you're right in saying there's effort there. I think that I, bust, I, I laughed a wee bit because you said he's just not a very good footballer. Yeah, that made me <laughs> chuckle. He is not a very good footballer. Um, <laughs> Dessers for me, just I just I don't see it now. If Danilo's fifty percent fit, play him. If he's yeah. excited wearing this mask, play him. Just let yeah. him play because Dessers. Offers nothing, absolutely zero. Um, it doesn't strike me as somebody that's lacking confidence because he's trying to link up playing, but I just don't think he's, he's ever going to suit Rangers. I don't see it happening for him. It's a long way back for a striker who's not scoring and he's making Kevin Kyle look like a good signing now. Um, he is well down the banter order. And yeah, the quicker players get fit, the, the better for us, mate, because they're becoming they're, they're cult heroes for that mob now. I think that's the way, best way to put it. Yeah, Ali, it's, it's never nice to pick out whipping boys, mate. It really isn't. They are human beings at the end of the day. I do understand that. But there comes a point where you go, I really couldn't care less anymore. Uh, and I was very much like that on on uh, yesterday, on Sunday, um, at Lammers. I was screaming to get Lammers off that pitch, mate, like at the top of my voice to get him off the pitch. We were... We the will pull over, pulled over our eyes, mate, a wee bit during pre-season, I think, with him, where we thought there was something in there. But he is showing right now, as I mentioned, this is why he's not scored many goals. He's not scored double figures over the space of, like, it's three or four years, whatever it is. Um, ultimately, these guys are not up to the standard, mate, and there's a long way back, as Ryan says, when the Rangers the Rangers faithful have made their mind up. Oh, it's a massive way back. The, the problem is, though, they're the... The marquee signings, if you want to say this, some of the two of them, what we've paid for them. So that's why they're, they're judged at that. But they've been terrible, can Lammers for me again at the weekend. That wouldn't have started them. But it just, I, I know we're obviously shorting options in another park at the moment, and that is why he is playing. But waste of a jersey for me, can He hides too lightweight, doesn't have the heart for it. That short ride's going on about. I mean, I was the same. The guys I sit beside were laughing as well. We're having a joke about it and, it, and it ain't a joke because we've spent a lot of money on these guys and they're offering nothing towards this football team at the moment. For me, Safuentes is back now. Um, Tom Lawrence is back in training. Cantwell's now had a couple of games under his belt. Dessers does not play on Wednesday night and he doesn't play against Hearts at Hamden. Um, I don't know, Lammers, I'm on about there. So, and then we go into Dessers. I said something last year, Carney. I remember saying it. I said, does Antonio Cholak strike fear into you if you're a defender? And I said no at the time. And I said no at the time, right? And I still didn't think he did, right? But he's a he would be a major upgrade in Dessers right now. And I don't I, I still don't even think Cholak's the answer for Rangers, but Look, Cholak, Cholak looks like the ultimate Bond villain compared to compared to Dessers. Well, you, well, you look at bring it back Cholak, bring back well, Haji. Well, yeah. you look you look at it and you go, we've ultimately replaced Cholak with with Dessers, and we've spent double the money on him, and he's, ah, 
I'd love to know who's I mean, Michael Beals. Obviously, there was a guy that went over there and talked to him, signed for Rangers, but he doesn't look like a football player. Can he doesn't look like a striker? He's, I've said that he's, he can't hold a ball. He's got no pace. Can he run behind? They are joke figures now. There are joke figures within the Rangers support, but they're joke figures, like you say, Carney, with other football teams. Luckily, we don't play Celtic until December the 29th or 30th, whatever it is. We don't play them in a cup because they would have an absolute field day with the two of them. And fair yeah. play at them, because I'd do the same if they had players like that. But they need to be taken out of this team, Carney. And um, I'm the same as Ryan. Danilo, 50% fit. He plays. He plays. Um, the two. Yeah. Can you, ima- can you imagine those two starting at Parkhead? Oh, I mean, I mean that, play- that place would swallow them up. We've seen it with players before. It would drown them. Cheer every touch they took, you know. No, I would, Ryan. It would, it would destroy the two players. And, and Dessos has come out and said about obviously the, the boon that harmed him and his confidence and stuff. But for me, it's we're, we're into November this week, Carney. We're, we're going backwards with these players, so. For me, we've got to look at moving them on in January. And that's, that's easier than said than done me saying that here, but we've got to move them on in January. Um, yeah, because they're, you, they're simply not up to it. Yeah, whether you try and get them alone to buy or something and try and get some sort of form out of them, I don't know what the, what you do. You would need to try and do something, but no. And I don't like it, honestly. It it, it does give me a pretty horrible feeling, pure Slayton Rangers players. Um, but, oh my God, man, like, there's just nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. And the, I... As I say, that's I think Lammers is the one that annoys me the most is because he, he he's he's actively hiding and I can't stand that. I just I cannot stand this this I'm just gonna exist within this. The boy next to me was calling him the Nicky Low effect and I'm like it's exactly what it is. <laughs> Literally it's exactly what it is. Just hiding in a game of football. Um yeah, both of them were particularly poor. Scotia, I do think though, what we seen on um what we seen yesterday. It's important for Clement to see this during his observation period, as he said that it is, uh, he's still going through, he's still observing the team. It is important that he sees the side of the team, this side of the team, the the, the horrible underbelly of the team that I, I, I call it, because it's the, the core players that are continuously letting, letting them down, but it is important for him to see this, mate, because he's going to get to, he's going to know, and he's going to get, he's going to understand very quickly during this observation period where the problems lie within this squad, because the squad needs serious, serious work. Listen, Clement's not daft. He's, I think he'll know already. He's probably playing it a bit diplomatic at the moment because he did say mm-hmm. when he joined that he's watched all the Rangers games this season, so. Maybe he's come along and he's seen them like firsthand now. But he's, he's, if he's watched all the Rangers game, he knows where these issues were because it's been the same issues from since the start of the season with these players. Um, so I think he's maybe been a wee bit diplomatic of what he says. He's obviously hamstrung even with the injuries that we've got. And I mean, we, it seems ridiculous, but the injuries that we've had over the last what eighteen months or so have not helped at all. And um, no. I think I think he knows what will need to, to to get done, and hopefully, once we get you know Ali mentioned there, there's a few players coming back from injury that you know might see changes on the pitch in the not too distant future. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but Ryan, as I say, it is important for Clement to see this, and the thing is, he's he's probably already seen maybe not Rangers at their best because I don't think we were. I mean, Hibs was good enough. Yes, Hibs were particularly poor that day. I thought we were good in spells, really did. But he he hasn't seen the 
the full potential of the squad that's going to be available to them once they all come back from injuries. And that might never happen with the way injuries happen. Look, with Raskin, looks like he's going to be out now. Um, so we've not done an update on that, obviously. So, But it is vitally important for... It's not vitally important, but I, I'm... It's not going to do any harm for Clement to see these players at their worst. And yesterday, for 83 minutes until we took Lammers off and we actually had about a pace, about a drive, desire from a right-sided player um, in terms of McCausland and obviously Jack coming into the midfield as well. Both, I thought, made a huge impact on the game, um, more so than Lammers and Dessers did the entire game. But it is important that Clement gets a full assessment of just what he's going to need to work with and where the the areas of improvement are going to need to come. And I think people will be screaming for it. I know they will, like, for him to drop players and this and that. He is dealing with the cards he's been dealt right now. Yeah, I think that's what... <clears throat> I certainly felt that way in the Hibs game when we when he announced his lineup. I think we were all, like... Well, can I text a bit of the lineup not been great? Whatever, and what's he doing playing such and such? But... Yeah, he's, he's playing with the cards he's dealt with. We are quite thin in the ground in terms of players. If you look at the bench, it's not overly bul- uh, bulging with, with talent at the moment. Um, it's good that he's seen the Jekyll and Hyde. There's no doubt about it. I think he'll have seen it anyway because he's watched every game, apparently. Um, he's watched every single game we've played this season, which is good. But he'll have felt it in the stadium for the first time. He'll have felt the... He's giving on a bit of synergy. He, he didn't feel the synergy yesterday. That was just pure. Not in the first, not in the first half, either. And if Ibrox no. was a horrible place in that first half. And I don't know what my main stand was like, but the govern the govern wasn't a, a pleasant place to be. Some brilliant shouts, right enough for some people. <laughs> I could just stop laughing at some of the some of the shouts I heard. I'll tell you what uh, when we stop recording. That's for Patreon, maybe. Um, but some, uh, stop saying that because people think we've got a Patreon and we don't. People blah, where's the Patreon? Know. How do I sign up? We don't have a Patreon. Not yet. It's for Scotia's only fans, whatever. Only um, fans, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but yeah, he's got to see the both sides and and Carney. If we're being honest, I'll be the one that says it. This won't be the last time he sees that side of this Rangers team. They, they, for me, they will not. They might up their game at times, but <clears throat> as Ali said, if Celtic drop points again, I feel expect us to go out and proverbial to bed. I do. I, 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 I just see that that team don't really have the mentality to. Yeah, they've done it yesterday. They've got lucky, but they seem to struggle to to capitalise on it. I expect it's just come out the traps. Just shows that you've got this desire to put a marker down yesterday, put a marker down and show that you know what there's going to be a title race this year. We are here. We've had a we've had a bad start. Players haven't jailed with their own manager, but see now we're ready to go. Show them. Put a bit of pressure on them. They ain't no pressure on them. Yesterday, their fans would have been sitting waiting and us dropping points, and we didn't. We did well to get the win, but. Yeah, I just think it is good he's seen this side because he'll see it again, and that's where he start he start start taking notes, analyze who's not up for it, and make the changes over the next two or three transfer windows, and that's what we said. He's got a huge job in front of him to do that. Yeah, Ali, as well. Before we before we we move on, the 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 thing that he said in his post match, Clement said in his post match was he wants players to never give up, and that's probably one of the bigger challenges that he has is changing the mentality of the team. Um, a lot of them have looked in the past as if they would lose games and it would have very little effect on them, and they didn't really have it in them to go and try and chase the win and to always win games, which is the mentality you need to have at Rangers, whether that's right or not. That's not up for debate. I don't think it's just the way the world is. is 
when you're playing football at Ibrox. Um, but th- that's going to be crucial for him to get that through the team. And look, all we've got to hope is, is the way that that game ended, which was tremendous, and I still enjoyed it, and I'll still say I enjoyed it. It was a fantastic feeling. It really was. It was brilliant. And the celebrations were were great, and it, it felt like it meant something, even though in the grand scale of things it probably doesn't mean very much right now, but to us it felt like it meant something because we've not seen that from this team before. We've not seen that team willing to go to the wall. And as soon as they got the crowd behind them after that, after that's the second penalty that when Tavernier scored the penalty, um, you could feel that all of a sudden the t- these fans were wanting to be there with them, and we do want to be there. We want to support this team, so we need to hope that yesterday, the way that we ended that game, this is one of the seeds that he says that's all part of the story that he's building. We need to hope that this is the the starts of the fruits of his labour, basically. Yeah, we've said this a few times with this Rangers team. <clears throat> this is a platform to move to to build from, and you look what happens. Aberdeen game, just that was an absolute disaster. But they chucked it, chucked it several times this season. The Rangers team and previous seasons, because there's a lot of the same offenders in there. But I'd like to think Carney yesterday gave them a a wee scare, but at the same time, a kick up the arse to say we can do this and, and motor on. Do I see them doing it though, Carney? I don't know because I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them do this with us and we think, right, let's kick on. And then the next game is back to the same kind of football and we're struggling again. So I really don't know, Karen. They, they need to go on a consistent run, this Rangers team, for me to to really change my kind of mood with them because I'm always expecting a bump in the road with them somewhere. I always am. And it's usually bigger games. Wednesday night's a, a massive game for us in terms of the league, but Sunday's huge, Karen, because that League Cup... With obviously Celtic not in anymore, for me, that's massive pressure for them to win this cup. They've not won the league cup since what is it, Scotia 2009 or something? Mm-hmm. Or was it when oh, it was 11 yeah, or 10, so, 10, 11, yeah, yeah. So it's just <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's huge pressure for them to win that cup. Um, it's just the big games, kind of, for me that they just just seem to struggle. Like Ryan said to me when, when he was texting me, it's pressure games that these players usually failing, so I hope they can prove me wrong going forward, and it starts on Wednesday night for me, Carney. Have to win on Wednesday, and then we go into Sunday and see what happens. Yeah, um, and I think, look, there is big games that's going to come, and Ryan's right, Ryan's kind of spot on, that at the very start of this pod, they mentioned, they kind of games are, and they kind of performances that we've seen from the majority of the team, has been the result of managers losing their job, Uh but on Sunday it wasn't, and Sunday it's not, and I'm, for one, trying to remain glass um, half full on it and thinking, right, maybe this is club on beginning to implement what his um, mentality is going to be within the squad. Uh, but either way, it was a fantastic way to finish off a, a Sunday. I was I was a very happy guy when I left Ibrox yesterday, which uh, I'm, I can get used to that feeling. I could get used to that feeling. I couldn't get used to watching 83 minutes of that, mind you, and then still having to go through it all like, every week. But... Uh, at the end of the day, it's something to really enjoy. Uh, before we finish up, we'll quickly look ahead to the Dundee game, Scotia. Um, we're away on Wednesday night. We've just all discovered before we started recording this, that it's not on Sky. Um, it's on Dundee TV, which is fantastic. Top box Sky, as always. Uh, Dundee are fifth in the league, mate. Only won two games, but they have drawn five and lost two. Do you expect changes, i.e. Dessers and Lammers? Do you think he will be brave? I think he needs to. 
I kind of agree with what Ali said there about the Dundee game and Kenny, it'll take care of itself, I think, but it needs to take care of itself because then that all for nothing, those that those final minutes yesterday, if we can't go out and get the three points then on Wednesday evening because, we, like Ali says, we need to keep going a consistent run. We need to keep winning up until we come to play them at the end of the year. And obviously, you want us to then win that one as well. Um, so we need to do it. I don't really know what to expect of Dundee. I think Dundee are probably one of the only teams I've not actually seen play this season. I don't so think I, I have either, I, actually. I don't know. I don't really know what, what they'll be like, but we should be able to take care of them. You would like to think we should, um, and I think we will. But I do think there needs to be changes, and two big changes in particular. Have, have you picked a team? Do you want to do a team? I picked the team, yeah. I think it'll Go probably it. be very Go similar for, for all of us. Um, I'm going with Butland and Golds, Tavenier, Goldson, Suter and Yelmaz, Lundstrom and Jack, McCausland, Cantwell, Sima and Danilo. Um, I think it's maybe a wee bit too early for, I know Ali says like Dowell and Sifuentes are back, but I think it's maybe just a wee bit early for them to be starting. So I would expect Lundstrom and Jack to start in midfield because like you've mentioned, Carney, we don't know how bad the injury to, to Raskin is. And that's a bit of a concern, if I'm being honest, particularly with mm-hmm. the Hearts game on Sunday coming up, the return game against Sparta Prague. Yeah, that could be a massive miss. Uh, and your score? Oh, let's be positive. 3-0, see my first goal scorer. <laughs> Go for it, mate. Uh, my team's exactly the same, mate, as yours. That's what I would play. That's why I 100% what I would go for. Go for Even if Redvan's, um, not Redvan, Raskin is, it's a knock. Or it's not as bad as he first feared. No point in risking him on Wednesday night. I don't think he's going to he's going to need to play on Sunday. So I would expect Ryan Jack to come back in, who I did think looked decent. I know he wasn't on the pitch very long, but he did look decent when he came on. Um, but yeah, uh, Ryan, your thoughts ahead of the the trip to Dundee, three points and down the road, and no Dessers and Lammers, please. Ah, uh, they can stay down the road if they want to. Them. <laughs> um, just go with just go with an empty bench. <clears throat> I, I I quite like that team that. Um, Scotia said I'd quite like to see McCausland starting I think he looks lively looks hungry um, which is a rarity in this as Rangers team at the moment um, they need to start they, they need to start games better can they they need to start games faster stronger pass the ball about the tempo is so off again that needs to be upped especially when we're going away to teams and we need to stop limping we need to stop limping overly through these games because we're going to get caught with our pants down that's that's a given. That's a given. So, yeah, Dundee, we shouldn't even be thinking about it. We should be arrogant and we should be going up there and getting three points and a couple of goals as well. Um, I like that thought process. Whether or not the players can implement it or not, I'm not unsure. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see a couple of performances. I'd like to see Danilo starting. Um, <coughs> he clearly enjoyed his goal at the weekend, so I'd like to see him starting. But I will go, I think Rangers will win 2-0. Same lineup as uh, Scotia's and I will go James Tavernier first goal. Hmm. Nice and positive, mate. I'll I'll go three 0 same as Scotia, but I'll go for Danilo to score first. Uh, I do think Danilo will start. I think it's pretty crucial that he does start. Thought his comments after the game are pretty funny as well. That he feels like a different man. He's masking that on. By all means, take advantage of it. Take advantage of that feeling that he has and get him playing football. Because if he's only got sixty minutes in him, I'd rather see him for the first sixty than the last half an hour. Put it that way. Um, Ali, your thoughts ahead of, ahead of the Dundee game and your team and score, please, mate. 
I was actually up in Dundee last week and I was speaking to one of my customers who's a Dundee fan who goes to all the games. So I was getting was, the load. Was, out he, much, was he one of the one of the two or three of them, maybe, that go? He was, takes his dog there as well. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, I was getting the load down in Dundee and he says they've been playing very well this season, punching above their weight probably. They've brought a lot of, they've, they've brought players in. A couple of that guys in from Mexico. We've got two Mexican players. I thought Cachinho was maybe behind the scenes there, but um, a couple of Mexican players. We've got the boy, um, Scotia, will probably know if you're watching the Friday night championship football, Tiffany, that played at Parthic Thistle last year. He's quite a good wee tricky player. Um, Zach Rudden, who we all know, plays up front for them. A boy called Barry Oko, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did say to look out for a left-back, and I know we're looking for a left-back, that they have on loan from Liverpool. Owen Beck, um, he says he's been their best player by a mile, so they seem confident, but at the same time, we're Rangers, we should be going up to Dundee and taking care of Dundee, regardless of who they've got. So um, I'm the exact same team as um, as you guys as well. Me and Scotia met young McCausland in the Viceroy. He came all the way down just to meet me in Scotia after the game. He was in awe of Scotia and Scotia's hair, so... Um, <laughs> He was um, he was a nice 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 young lad to to meet. He was very polite and everything. Um, and um, yeah, I'd I'd play him. I'd play him. He looks hungry. Give him a go. These other guys were playing your lammers and that. They're totally interested. He actually wants to play. Um, so give him a go. So I'm playing McCausland as well. And I'm going same as Ryan. I'm going two 0 Rangers. John Sutter to score first for a corner kick. And he's not he's not hitting the corner and putting it back in there. He's, he's about to say, who's hitting the corners for you then? I don't know who's hitting the corners. Cantwell on the corners. Ben Davies is going to come off the bench and Aye, just, just hit the corner. <laughs> I don't know. Never want to see that again ever. But I mean, at least I got it into the box and passed the first man, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and I thought you were saying Tiffany Kazak Scotia's favourite song, but maybe not. Um, so for tonight, oh. that like, for tonight that will do us. Um, uh, and Ali for tonight yeah I appreciate it mate thanks for changing your things around so we can do this on a Monday for uh, me being busy tomorrow no problem and I'll be back with a, with a post-match with yourself Carney on Wednesday night on Wednesday night yeah Scotia cheers mate yeah cheers um, did I enjoy that yeah I did it's always, it's always nice and therapeutic to get some of the Kenny the grumbles off your chest um, but yeah looking forward to Wednesday night now I'll be NordVPN loyal on it on Wednesday <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Yes, fair enough. I'll be probably pretty similar, not gonna lie. Ryan, cheers, man. Cheers, boys. First therapy session out of the way. Um hopefully we get three points on Wednesday. I'm going downstairs to renew my Dundee TV subscription. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what you mean. That's what yeah, that's actually what I'm doing, by the way. Yeah, that's definitely what I'll be doing. So yes, uh, as Ali mentioned, but we'll be back on Wednesday night with uh uh, a club reaction pod after the Dundee game. I hope your team wins very much so and we see something a bit better for the first 83 minutes of the game. That would be much, much appreciated, Rangers. So until then, all the usual stuff. If you like the video, subscribe to the channel. That would be magic. We'll speak to you on Wednesday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.